If not stopped, the SEC will severely harm the U.S. economy. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. The Securities and Exchange Commission Chairman Gary Gensler wants to be Treasury Secretary, perhaps even Vice President if Joe Biden leaves office before the end of his term. But the way Gensler is pursuing these ambitions will, if not stopped, pulverize prospects of future prosperity. Gensler's most harmful initiative is a rule that runs 500 pages. You heard that right, 500 pages that would have publicly traded companies track and disclose greenhouse gas emissions, not only for themselves, but also for their customers and suppliers. To begin with, such a rule is unnecessary. Companies are already legally obliged to report to investors information about emissions that could adversely impact the value of the company. Gensler's scheme is immensely costly to implement and comply with. Calculating emissions is no easy task for most businesses. This regulation alone would increase the annual compliance costs more than all previous SEC rules combined. To accurately measure and evaluate the greenhouse gases that are thrown off by entities that make up a company's supply chain is preposterous, not to mention those of their customers. To reduce potential liability, buyers would have to demand independent certification in many instances. Small companies can't afford such costly compliance not just the monetary expenses, but also the time spent coping with regulators rather than running and growing their businesses. Gensler's scheme will crush countless small businesses because larger corporations will hesitate taking on the regulatory risk of buying from them. This also reduces efficiency and productivity as companies are forced to pay attention to suppliers' ability to comply with SEC emission mandates rather than the outfits with the best prices and products. Because of the burden of meeting Gensler's mandates, literally hundreds of public companies will go private. One of the U.S.'s greatest growth assets is our deep, robust capital markets, which enable companies to raise the money to grow rapidly and to take needed risks for innovation. By contrast, companies in most countries are heavily dependent on bank loans to expand. This promotes risk aversion and the dangers of over-indebtedness. Here are two other big downers with this reckless rule. One is a requirement that companies disclose possible risks to facilities that are deemed prone to the risk of severe weather. The intention is to inhibit companies from locating to climate-exposed regions, which, if you think about it, eliminates most of the U.S. The Northeast has Northeasters. The South, hurricanes. California, earthquakes, the Midwest, tornadoes, the West, severe snowstorms. Another requirement is that companies reveal how often their boards of directors privately talk about climate-related issues. This kind of thought control one expects in a dictatorship, not a democracy with First Amendment protections of free speech. This rule should go to the junk pile, and so should Gensler's ambitions. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again.